0: Welcome to the Edutainer podcast. My name is Erin Albert, and in this podcast, we explore the intersection of education and entertainment. Stay tuned for another great episode coming up next. Hey, everybody, it's Erin Albert. It is Friday, April 24th, and yes, again, we made it. Today, I wanted to kind of wrap up, or we're nearing the end of our new normal podcast mini series post-COVID-19, and we're talking about how to get out of this mess that is the pandemic. We've had so many... Fortunately, great speakers on this mini-series over the course of the month of April. I know we don't all have a date yet as to when we're getting out of uh, the lockdowns and the shelter-in-place orders, at least here in the Midwest for me. We uh, are still not uh, moving forward and moving out of our little holes, but nonetheless, I really, with the announcement of millions and millions more folks in the U.S. laid off, I wanted to bring on someone that is a professional in the arena of career coaching and pivots in particular. And I also wanted to share with you all that officially I have a new day job myself. Uh, I am working now with Apex Benefits right here in Indianapolis, if you've not heard of them before. They are a broker for healthcare insurance, and all they do is healthcare Uh, HR benefit consulting, and my role will be within the pharmacy benefit. So I've worked in the past on some other areas of uh, formulary management, managed care, fee-for-service Medicaid, but I've never worked on the commercial side. So this will be an exciting new challenge for me, really excited about it, been digging in and doing my homework and learning about the world of pharmacy benefit managers And really excited to bring value to them. And speaking of bringing value is what we discussed today with our pivot and career coach, none other than Ashley Clevens Hayes. And if you all are in pharmacy, you already know her name. She has her own company called Rx Ashley, and she does career pivoting and coaching, and she runs a community online, and she's everywhere in social media. As well, she's been, for the last year or so, a keynote speaker at many events. And we're going to talk about how COVID-19 has impacted her with her various streams of her business, and uh, she's got a a boss at the end that wraps us up. So, give a listen to my conversation with Ashley Clevins Hayes of RX Ashley. All right. Well, we're here today with Ashley Clevins Hayes, and I wanted to have her on the show, the new normal podcast mini series. She's actually one of our last scheduled speakers in the series. So, Ashley, welcome to the show.
1: Thanks so much for reaching out. I appreciate it. Gosh, sorry it's last. I'm such a late bloomer these days. Um, No, it's but I'm trying to like squeeze everything in. Is almost
0: craziness right now. I know, right?
1: Yeah. No, it's it's all good.
0: Um, I would love for you to kind of explain who you are and what you do, and then we'll get into how you've pivoted during COVID.
1: Oh my gosh! Yeah, great question. So. Um, my background is pharmacy. I've been in pharmacy basically for my whole life. And about um, five years ago, I did a big pivot into working in the health, um, health systems operations technology space. So basically, I was recruited out of the health system to work for a startup company. Um, and from there, I recognized that not a lot of pharmacists and my friends and family had the ability to articulate a career pivot. And I was just like, yeah, this is easy. Like you just talk and you network and you brand yourself and you just like go out and interview and meet a bunch of people. And they were like, wait, what? And so I realized that through my own pivot, I was creating a pathway um, for others to follow. And now I teach people really how to market themselves as like a true value to an employer. So through interview prep, through personal branding, through my career by design community, I teach people how to confidently talk about themselves now. It's radically changed my life. I no longer practice as a pharmacist at all. Um, But that's pretty much what I do day in and day out. And I do that through communities and through mastermind groups and through speaking engagements and webinars and stuff like this podcast.
0: Yeah. Well, it's great to have you. Thank you, Erin. It's been fun. And so let's talk about how maybe that
1: mix has changed in light of COVID-19. I mean, I have not spoke to anyone, no matter what the circumstances are in their life, single, married, with kids, with no kids, young, old, whose life hasn't drastically been revamped because of this. <laughs> so I'm no different um, in terms of personally, personal life. I mean, my husband is very front lines with dealing managing with COVID-19 as a physician. So that means from my perspective, I've always worked from home, but it just shifted gears a little bit as to my roles and responsibilities as a working parent. Um, so I basically am home 24 seven with my kid and my dogs and it's just been totally different for me. Um, my daughter's typically in school and we have this great routine. I go runs every day, but no, so all that's changed. But professionally in terms of my business, I think what happened for me in about early March, middle of March, I recognize like I need to be all hands on deck here. I need to go in service mode. People are needing this type of support more than ever. And I just started changing things up for my community. I started changing things up for my email list and just saying like, Hey, I'm going to put up Q and A's. And whenever you want to drop in for office hours, I'm going to be here. And I think what really shifted with me is not necessarily my business model, but just really how I show up and when I show up for the people who I've been able to work with over the last several years. So I just went into full on service mode, like everything I could do to be all hands on deck. I canceled everything on my calendar in that wasn't necessarily like urgent. And I just started receiving questions left and right, especially now with all these furloughs and the job market of course is the most shaky and unstable it's ever been in the last, I don't know, multiple decades. So I'm just here to really serve the people that this is why I got into the business is to just make sure that no one ever feels alone in navigating their career. And so this has been, I mean, I hate to say it in a positive way, but a really great opportunity for me to just be there for people who need the support the most. Um, And again, as that we were talking about before we started recording, um, I'm a, basically, I've been k- giving keynote speaking engagements over the last several years. And that's really how all of my marketed has all my marketing and advertising has been going. And that's really how I've gotten all my clients, but that's all gone now. So, uh, I had five or six, I think five, like speak, speaking engagements that I was going to be traveling to over the next like two or three months, those all canceled. I have two that went virtual. Um, so it's just like a, I don't know, pivot of everything, and just get really thrifty and nimble in in how I'm going about marketing. But my heart is still here, and I think that's what matters the most.
0: Yeah, I think a lot of us are kind of taking it one day at a time these days. Oh my gosh,
1: I can't even. I right when I feel like I get like my bearings, I feel like it's going to change again. <laughs> right. Um, so we're week like four or five now, and I just feel like. I'm starting to get the groove. I'm starting to get the hang. You know, I'm pod, I'm recording this podcast while my daughter's asleep. Um, I wake up before she does. And in the middle of the day, I just, I can't really work because she's three and I need to watch her. Um, but actually one day I tried to get some work done and she literally ran out the front door. So I was like, all right, (laughs) so this isn't going to (laughs) work. Um, but yeah.
0: Okay. So I want to go back to something you said earlier there is no safe anymore when it comes to your career. I, I'd like you no. to expand yeah. on that and then sure. talk to me about how you help others get past that.
1: Totally. Um, so I've kind of always preached this. I mean, I don't think job security is ever a thing. Um, I think showing a, showing your value to your employer or to the company that you work for or whoever it is, your client, you always have to be showing value and constantly be showing like why they should be, returning to you or paying you bi-weekly or monthly. Always, always, always. I think I learned that in a challenging way. I learned that a couple of years ago when I was not on cruise control per se, but I just didn't realize how critical it was to always be showing your value. And I was working for a startup company and they ended up uh, selling to a large pharmaceutical company and my position was dissolved. And I just didn't know that that could happen. I mean, I, I think it's called naive. Um, and very green, but I thought having a farm D and MHA, I had so much, I went, I did a residency at one of the top residency programs in the country. I have all these accolades, you know, I did all the things I was doing all the things and I still, it still happened to me and I was on unemployment and it was just the worst feeling. So what I've done is really just turn that message into, you always have to be showing your why someone should be buy, buying from you no matter what. Why should someone invest in you no matter what? So I've really been preaching that since three or four years now. And I can say for a fact, there is unfortunately no job security right now because it's happening again. Um, and Aaron, like I shared with you before, my husband's a physician and he took a pay cut. So everyone is like, oh, you know, healthcare workers are untouchable. And I'm here to say that, unfortunately, that's just not accurate. Um, who would have thought that working at a grocery store was a very secured, great job? You know, it just, we didn't know that a, a year ago, six months ago. That was just not on our radar. So I think it's really important. What I teach my clients is to always really show up to work on your A-plus game and be not so emotionally attached to your jobs that really show why people should keep returning to you and treat yourself like an independent contractor, even if you're a W-2. You always have to be showing why someone should keep coming back to you and showing your value to the employer. I I really just preach that because I've, I've walked down that path. Um, So that's what I really talk to my clients about all the time too.
0: Okay. So there's no safe. You probably got a glut of people coming to you right now. I mean, there's record yeah. unemployment in the U.S.
1: I, yeah, and I, mean, I don't want to like, instill fear in terms of no safety. I, I think that there are – we have to be mindful of you know, how, how much fear we're instilling in people right now. While I do think safety and – I just don't think that that's the right term. I think jobs – you can't go on cruise control ever in your career, and I think a lot of people do, and they lose sight of that. And so I just want to always be teaching the people that turn to me as to why we should be changing our mindset and always be, I don't know, just like really be on top of your game when you go into work and and know why people should, again, like always come back to you as the expert.
0: Okay. So I was talking to somebody else at work about uh, the Chinese symbol for crisis it has two symbols, danger and opportunity. So how could someone in this particular era Mm -hmm. utilize a layoff as an opportunity? Like what's the first thing you do with your clients to get them away from the grief mindset of losing something, but instead pivoting to what opportunity could be there potentially for them that would align with their strengths, their values, their passions? Yeah, totally.
1: Great question. So again, being that I've been through this before, I can speak directly to this. I think that there is a grieving period that you need to experience and a moment of loss that you need to go through those motions, whether that is a day, a week, a couple of weeks, a month, you get to decide how much money you probably have in your bank account will obviously decide that too. But I think you need to allow yourself to feel the feels. Now, at some point you got to like get it together, (laughs) look yourself in the mirror and say, I have no choice but to move forward. And I actually have control of how I am going to move forward and how I'm going to focus on what I do have control over. And I think there's jobs that you need to be passionate about and have, you know, lifelong career esteems for and, and just those perfect jobs. I think they are out there. I know it clients of mine land those every single day. However, I do think that there's some of those jobs that you just got to take for the sake of having some form of stability in your life. So keep in mind that sometimes those jobs are just short term. And at the end of the day, For me personally, I had to take care of my family. I had a mortgage, I had student loans, I had bills to pay, and I was the primary breadwinner at the time. And you just have to sometimes just take a job to take a job to pay the bills. And I think the most important thing is, like I said before, remembering your value, remember your skills, remember what you're good at, and learning the art of how to confidently talk about yourself to someone who has an opportunity for you is your key to success. (laughs) Sometimes it's just about meeting one person that could totally change everything for you and really leaning on your network, contributing to your network, nurturing your network is going to be something that you need to have all the time. But this is the time where you can actually lean on your network, reach out, ask people to support you. And actually people love doing this for me. When I lost my job, I literally had a job lined up for me the weekend after because I gave so much to the people around me that when it was time for me to reach out, People are like, oh my gosh, what can we do to help you? You've helped us. So if you're going through that, what I like to call pickle, it's just a little bit of a pickle. How are you going to get out of it? First and foremost, like, take all the emotions. I mean, do it. It's the feels. You got to feel those feels, and then it's time to get it together. And what I always say is, pick your, put your big girl pants on, and you really got to show up as your best self and confident. It doesn't matter if you're not. Internally confident, you got to show your confidence and talk about what you can offer to, um, offer to an employer or someone with opportunities. People are hiring just to be clear. I've had five, five clients, no, six clients over the last two, two, three weeks get jobs. So there are jobs out there. They might not be the perfect job for you, but again, sometimes you just got to take this like window job just to, just to kind of get you going. I have a client that took a, um, an online, she's teaching online Korean right now, but she is a project manager. She's like, this is, she lost her job last week. And she was just like, this is crazy. How am I doing this? I was like, listen, because you have a kid at home and you got to feed them. So this is no, I I recognize this isn't like your whole enchilada cheeseburger (laughs) job. Perfect job but this is just going to short term for you right now. And this is just what's keeping money flowing and your mindset focused and keeping you in the routine of working. But in six months, that's not where she's going to be. I'm not worried about her. She's going to, she's going to be fine, but this is just something to keep her going. So I get it. I get it. But you got to really focus on what you can't control, you know?
0: Yeah. I I think somebody put it a little bit differently that sometimes the job that you have to take won't match your brand, but it'll pay your bills.
1: Totally, that's I love that. Whoever said that, I totally agree. Um, I couldn't agree more. I mean, you just at the end of the day, we have all these fancy LinkedIn profiles, fancy CVs, fancy resumes. I could teach you how to talk the talk uh, for interview prep, but you know, a perfect job takes time and energy and strategy, and it it takes just time to to get that. But what do we do in the interim? we got to pay our bills and we got to put food on the table for our kids and we need to make sure that we are contributing positively to our communities and to our families and so i just think sometimes you got to do what you got to do yeah and that's like the realist in me right that's me being so honest um if we were in different times if we if if we were if we were being our best selves and we had a strategy we had a plan and a roadmap. No, no, no. That probably wouldn't be this, the the narrative or the scenario, but that's not what's happening in 2020. It's just weird. It's just different, you know?
0: Yeah. So, you know, 9-11, the economic downturn in 2008 and now COVID. Right. What is it? And I know there's no safe job, but what is it that you would recommend for your clients for people mm-hmm. in general professionals in general to insulate themselves beyond the networking and fostering the ne- that network what else yeah. could they do not necessarily to be safe because there is no safe right but to right. insulate themselves from the next
1: disaster or whatever it may be right well i think when you don't have to apply to jobs anymore when you have jobs coming to you and when you need to buy a fly swat to keep all the recruiters from reaching out to you on LinkedIn, when you can have like a an automatic, automatic response on your email saying, you know, I'm busy right now. <laughs> I think that's the goal. You brand yourself as an expert, as a niche expert in in an industry, no matter what you work for, no matter who you work for, no matter who you serve, people are always people are gonna need your services as long as you can adequately Confirm your value to solving someone's problems. It's always going to exist. And you know what, Erin, my, my daughter just woke up. This is real life happening right now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'll be right there, Maddie. Um, but yeah, I, I think that that's the goal for any expert to get to that level of how can I always show the need or meet the needs of the people that I serve? You're always going to have a job.
0: Yeah. Well, with that, we'll make it brief since your daughter's up, but I Ashley- Clevens- I can't make this
1: stuff up, Erin.
0: <laughs> I know. It's, you She timed it perfectly.
1: How can people connect to you in ways that you like to be connected with? Thanks for asking. The best place to reach out to me is my yeah. website, rxashley.com, and that's Ashley with two E's. Perfect. Well, with that, Ashley Clevins hayes thank you for- Erin. Taking this the time fun. out. I know you've been busy, busy, and- uh, uh, just, like, busy, but just, you know, a kid interrupting the podcast. That is just hashtag (laughs) COVID-19 (laughs) probs. There you go. All right. Thank you so much. Of course.
0: Thanks for listening to another episode of The Edutainer. I'm Erin Albert. You can follow us over at Facebook. We have a separate page now for The Edutainer. At Twitter, you can follow me at Erin L. Albert of course, I'm on Instagram at Aaron Albert and, of course, online at LinkedIn and aaronalbert.com. Thank you so much. I hope wherever you are, you are staying safe, staying well. And until next time, take care.